watching it whenever we said you know anything else to see if ads would pop up on there or not. Did it? Yeah, it did. Their work is done. They're in our heads. They're in our houses. They're in our lives. They're not going anywhere. No, they're not. But I have been watching. Yeah, I've, I've binged uh, what, all of 30 Rock. I'm up to season six now. How many did there end up being? I don't even remember. Seven. Seven. Okay, so you were almost done. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they were, you know, his wife got kidnapped and uh, married Kim Jong Il, the father. I can remember that. Yep. And they were doing, he was going to do an NBC movie to bring attention. And so they brought in one of the other Baldwin brothers to play Jack. <laughs> so that show leaned heavily into its meta. It did not mind at all. Oh, no, yes. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> and now I've been singing Muffin Top all day. Oh, Jenna. Muffin oh, Jenna. All that. Hello. <laughs> Alrighty then. So with that discussion of pastry, we'll start episode 14 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. And you just know how that opening edit's going to go for you, right? What's that? <laughs> you know how that opening edit's going to go for you. Well, I know it'll start somewhere in the middle of, I don't know. <laughs> You're singing about muffin tops. So, um, so I want to I start with a little I sad. I want to dance. Oh. <laughs> I want to start with a little sad news. Um, I never did hear back from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He didn't send me any free tequila. So I had to go oh, buy man. some myself. I'm a little disappointed, Dwayne. Um, and if you're listening, it's not too late to redeem yourself. But since since he didn't send me any, tonight we're being brought to you by... Little tiny airplane bottles of booze. Uh, well, this is a specific type of booze. Have you ever heard of Sotol? No, but it sounds like a sleeping pill. <laughs> It might be. I'll let you know later. Um, no, it's a it's a it's a tequila cousin. It's not made from agave. It's made from a different uh, related plant. Uh, okay. And since it's not te- since it's not aloe. tequila, <laughs> it's aloe. It's made from aloe. It heals you from the inside out. Um, I, f- I was going to look it up and forgot what it was, but anyway, um, since it's not tequila, you can actually grow it in other places. So this one is actually ah. made near my house. Uh, they have a de- it's called Desert Door Texas Sotol, S O T O L. Um, and when I went to buy my new bottle of tequila, they had this at the like by the checkout counter. And I've had it before, and it's really good. It's, it's more it's smokier. It's more mescali than okay. a tequila. Um, I'll put a link to this company in the in the notes. But um, if you get an opportunity to try it, I highly recommend it. it. I essentially just subbed it in for the tequila in my usual ranch water, which is you know the booze some sparkling water and some lime juice and it's uh-huh. it's it's nice it's, it's it's smokier um so cheers to to these guys thanks for uh for all you didn't know you were doing for us tonight 40 percent alcohol by volume well your eyes are better than mine but yes that is what it says wow i was gonna say um <laughs> um yeah so they're like a local company here near my house and I've had it at a couple of the restaurants here locally, and I need to go to the distillery one Saturday and just get my drink on. But in the meantime, episode 14. Yes, distillery tours are fun if it's not the Jack Daniels tour. In Where you Dr. can't drink Dr. any. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when we were in Hawaii, we were driving down the road, and we saw the rum plantation or whatever. And it was like, oh my. now open. I mean, I came across two lanes of traffic. <laughs> 
um yeah so come visit me when all this is over and we've got uh whiskey so tall we got breweries we got distilleries out the wazoo all out here they uh you know deep eddie uh vodka deep eddie vodka oh yeah yeah, yeah. they are literally about a half a mile from my house oh nice turn out of the neighborhood make a left go about half a mile you're there so anyway yeah we've done that one because you can stagger home from it but um some of the other ones are little, little country windy roads out here in the country. But uh, yeah, comes once this is all over, we'll come down and we'll 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 do a drinking podcast or something. There we go. That's an idea. Write Ooh. that one. Drinking podcast. We'll just take stuff and we'll record ourselves as we get drunker and drunker. It'll be like, like that it. episode of WKRP. <laughs> 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 yeah, which one of us is whose reflexes are going to get better? I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's see I'll, here. I'll get better for a while and then just crater. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a steady and then just... <laughs> hey, guess what today is it's aside from uh, um, Inauguration Day? Do you know? What's that? No, I don't. It's the fourth anniversary of our decision to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we're only 14 episodes in, <laughs> we decided four years ago we wanted to do this. So it's like an elephant long gestation. It's, you know, great things take some time to percolate and be, be perfected. We're probably still percolating, but you know, percolating faster now. So. Yeah. That's yummy by the way. Um, Let's see. So I guess here's what I want to start with. I got a couple of notes here, but uh, then we'll get to the thing you and I talked about talking about today. Um, because I did find a list, but uh, I did. <laughs> so we, we was since we have Moon Knight news, oh, we should yeah. probably start with Moon Knight. <laughs> so in case you didn't see it, they announced oh, in the last week that uh, in addition to Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight, some Ethan Hawke is going to be playing someone as of yet to be determined in the series. Marlena's father. No. <laughs> I think it'd be really funny if he was Frenchy and did a funky ass French accent because Ethan Hawke would do that. <laughs> yeah, so I say, unless they, they decide to truly whitewash the whole thing, he's not going to be Bushman. Well, somebody I saw earlier in the week had a, I, I think I vaguely remember reading it, like he went after Dracula at some point. So maybe Ethan Hawke can be Dracula because, you know, he's got, uh, he's played vampires before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of who it could be. Thinking back, and I and as much as I like the character, I like quit reading for a while after the the Munch Munch Minch, however you say his last Doug. name, Doug and <laughs> Run. Um, just because all of a sudden it's like they ended that and he comes back and you're like, okay, what is Fist to Conchu? Why is he wearing an onk? Why does he have gold bracelets? What the hell did they do to this guy? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and then they booted that one and did another version. There was Mark uh, that's the one I'm thinking of that I read regularly in the early nine, late eighties, early nineties, and that one, yeah, yeah. And the reason they inflicted Stephen Platt uh, upon comic book art world, he's the guy who drew, where everybody was like completely roided out, veiny, and just oh, great. I mean, like the muscles had muscles; they looked like it was. Everybody went shit for it because it was like Whitefield with feet and everybody uh, looked like Scott Steiner. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. They all looked like big pom pom. 
Holla if you hear me. <laughs> I just it closed out with the, uh, you know, normally it's a 50-50 chance of beating me, but I'm a genetic freak, so it's more like, you know, 30% chance, and then it's a tag team, <laughs> which has to be one of the most amazing promos ever because once you get over the ridiculous suppositions, the math works out. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure Scott didn't do the math in advance. Um, just saying. There's four of us in the ring, which means you have a one in four <laughs> chance. Of Add that to your 30% chance. And now you're down to seven. You're like, wait, is Scott doing multiple percentages in his head? Oh, my <laughs> God. He is a genetic freak. <laughs> and, you know, not just anybody can walk around with the pop top hat on and get away with it. So, although I saw somebody in the French Quarter who had the kind of the same look, <laughs> he was charging five bucks to get your picture taken with her. Well, you know, freak's got a freak's got a freak. <laughs> okay, let's see what else do I have here. Um, I saw, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so excited that we made a segue from Moon Knight to Scott Steiner. That is amazing. Um, that may be a, a podcasting first. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, but no, did it organically too. Everybody else is going to force that. Yeah. We just got there. Cause that's how, <laughs> that's how we do yo. Um, so did you see they're talking about, uh, like either doing a reboot or, a, an addition to Batman, the animated series? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Thanks. Well, no, it, it's one of those things. I mean, I I would imagine that would have popped up on my Facebook feed. Yeah, it's uh, it came out like yesterday or earlier today. I guess HBO Max, since that's where the uh, the series resides now, is in discussion. Hush, um, series talking up now um, was uh, yeah, hot <laughs> droid on droid action. Hot droid on droid. So that may be the title. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they're uh, talking about doing either, and it was unclear to me as of yet, if it's like a continuation or just like a redo, I don't know. But I was talking about it with the boys, and they're in favor as long as, you know, Conroy and Hamill are associated. Oh, well, of course. You got to have Conroy or it's a no-go. That would, would, yes, that would be correct. 100%. I, uh, I was thinking selfishly, oh gosh, I hope that leads to a reboot of the whole animated universe because I loved Justice League Unlimited. So if it gets us to more episodes of that, I'm all for it. Bring it on. Yeah. Although I would think it would be interesting to see if they could bring some of those weird Grant Morrison characters into the uh, animated universe, like Professor Pig as an animated character. Oh. Um, yes, yeah, his weirder stuff. Yeah, the stuff, yeah, of course, you know, uh, Damien couldn't come up with his name. Animated Damien could be a lot of fun. It, it could be. I, I will say this. I um, I really did. I, I, I enjoyed the uh, his run on Batman and Robin. Yes, I did too. It was weird. The first collection I read, I'm like, what is happening? And then the further along I read, I was like, yeah, this is what should have happened a long time ago. It was it was a refreshing take on all the characters, not just one or two. And uh, yeah, and I and I liked um, I liked uh, you know what's his face. I, I 
<laughs> now you got me doing it. Oh, holy shit. Anyway, I like Robin as Batman. Damien. Yeah. And Tim, Dick, no, and you liked uh, Dick Grayson as Batman. Yes. Yes. I thought it was a great way to flip the, uh, the chemistry, but keep it the same. I thought it was inspired. It was, and, and it worked. Yeah. You know? And it was even funnier when, like, you know, Dick Grayson was Batman and he would show up in other books and everyone's like, did he just make a joke? Yeah. Uh, did he smaller? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, speaking of that, okay, I'm going to make another segue here. Um, is, is there a movie that you, like the first time you saw it, you really, really didn't like it, but you've seen it again on multiple, on, on viewings elsewhere and said, like, okay, it wasn't as bad or I might even like it. Um, mm, so I don't know. Okay, here, here's, 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 my, here's my pitch, and I'll tell you why. And because you said I thought he'd be taller um, the other night. It made me think of Patrick Swayze, obviously, because that's a line from Roadhouse, right? There we go. So the other night I was flipping channels, and I got sucked into Point Break, which will happen if Point Break is on. And the first time I saw that movie, I absolutely hated it. I don't know why, but now over the course of years, if Point Break's on, I'm going to watch at least a few minutes of it. And the other night – I watched the whole goddamn thing <laughs> and my wife was sitting there. And at one point I went, have you ever seen this? She goes, I've been married to you for almost 25 years and you stop on it every time it's on. Yes. I've seen point break. <laughs> I didn't meant to just see it in the theaters, but okay. Gosh, honey, you don't have to go all that on me. I mean, yeah. I was just asking, trying to like share the moment and all, but you know, God. So anyway. when you stop off and you cry in your room well, you know that's i come out here and cry there we go i i i, I uh pain lift <laughs> <laughs> trying to become a genetic freak yeah. yes which you know should be your everyone's life goal it really should be i mean ultimately all right so um what else is going on with you i've been talking so much tell me what's going on with you Oh, you know, uh, I don't know. We we did strategic planning work the other uh, last week, and uh, I want to talk about brain dead. Hit me. I just, I, <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, it was just, uh, you know, one of those things. There, we we spent a lot of time in a room with each other, and uh, I think my favorite part was when we were trying. I don't know what the hell we were trying to do. Trying to kind of like define ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You mean as a, as a, as an organization? Yeah, exactly. And so you kind of like when you, um, I got I got to point to this. Give me a second to get there. I think I have the message that you sent me with the decision and the revision. Oh, yes. it's like the 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 thing got wordier and wordier. Yeah, let me find it here. Uh, I have to go back through the previous uh, conversation. So it says uh, your initial uh, company, uh, what are we calling it? Uh, definition was short and sweet. It was client focused provider of solutions in a specific yeah. industry, <laughs> which then evolved into the much wordier and cumbersome Expert client-driven provider of parts, experience, and solutions to our customers' industry needs. It just got got a little out of hand, and uh, 
uh, my notes, I was reviewing my notes for the day and, and it goes along and I'm actually writing down all the different iterations of this as it gets longer. <laughs> and the final entry in my notes is uh, word salad with ranch. <laughs> that is, that is some fine group think right there. And it was kind of funny because today I had some like offhand meeting with the market with a marketing guy. And then I mentioned this to him and he was like, yeah, those never work. You can't do that. They, I mean, it was just like, wow, you know, for a marketing guy who seems to be rather anti-marketing. Uh, <laughs> what does that say about your chosen uh, field of, of uh, endeavor? Yeah. I, uh, I'm guessing it pays the bills and keeps the lights on. Let's go with that one. All right. <laughs> you're, so you're, you're, you're little so tall thing mm-hmm. fired me made a little tweak to the tequila plancha oh bueno i will uh i will be glad to take a look at that later well, basically uh, there's one part i thought i needed so i put 40 percent alcohol by volume just like that <laughs> it's like i got a hole oh this will fit nicely <laughs> perfect inspiration it's where you find it i'll tell you what i, I this one, you know it's like in my mind i always have like different sponsors I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got done with tooth hole candy for my daughter. And that, that, that was ugly. It just, I couldn't get like the graphic and stuff. And then once I changed it to tooth hole candy company, then it became a lot easier to do. And now I get to make up products that that place would sell, including sugar licks, which are individually wrapped in flavored sugar cubes. <laughs> I was so hoping you were going to say sugar walls. Um. <laughs> oh, well, I was trying to do some sort of a play on pixie sticks. You know, and I was like, uh, sugar tubes. Now, <laughs> and then sugar lick came to mind because like instead of a salt lick. That's good. I like it. I see that. I see where you went. I got it. But then I, I was, so I was thinking about that. You, you know, you, you sent me tequila and tequila plancha. Mm-hmm. And I was started looking at it, and uh, you know, actually, I, I I do, you know, I sent you one. I made one little tweak. I think Tequila Plancha is is ready to ready to post this week. Sweet! I showed it to Laura last night, and she she liked it. And you know, normally she's not a fan of our wrestling nonsense, but she she's like, yeah, that one works. She liked the, she liked the simplicity of it. Um, so I will definitely be uh, believe uh, there's a Tequila Plancha shirt in my future to. Uh, to wear around Austin to increase my hipster factor. That's Tequila Plancha, our newest sponsor. Uh, merchandise available very soon uh, on the Slurp Shop. Mm-hmm. Links wait, on the wait, website. Wait till I start writing stories about the sponsors and how how we're getting to. Well, and we need to start writing copies so we can you know do some drops and have some actual commercials for our sponsors because we owe them that. <laughs> So, and the other thing I need, and this is just <laughs> housekeeping that everybody gets to listen to. I need the, the images uh, for all the yeah. sponsors so I can put a slideshow on the website so they can rotate. Um, how big do they need to be? I'll check that uh, later and let you know. Yeah. Cause I, I wore my tin pickle shirt and got multiple questions on what is that? It's like, Oh, it's tin pickle. What, what, what is it? I go, it's a bourbon. I go, oh, okay. What does that say? I go, it says a brine barrel. Like, what does that mean? I go, it's dry aged in uh, brine barrels. And they're like, 
Okay, weird. I wonder what that, that tastes like. I, I've heard it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the whole goal. Send them looking for it. That's right. I, you know, because I don't, when they ask, you know, you just, I, I, I just, just go with it. So, you know, what is, uh, what's chug soda? Oh, chug soda, man. It's great. Glug, glug, pop a chug. Okay, well, where do you get that? It's like, ah, it's one of those like retro sodas. You go to like those retro soda shops and they'll, they'll have it, you know, kind of made with cane sugar. And what flavor is diet? I don't know, diet, diet flavor. <laughs> uh, I decided if I'm wearing the shirt, people ask, I'm going to pretend that it's real and just go. Yep, that's the only thing you can do. <laughs> All right, so now the thing that we kind of tacitly decided we wanted to talk about tonight. Again, this was in the in the chain about your uh, your uh, performance meeting. Uh, you referenced uh, the uh, very short lived NBC sitcom Boston Common, which which I did remember, in fact, uh, which led us to Boyd or something. Boyd, yes, Boyd. Start uh, a oh crap, Tegan, whatever the the girl who went on to to Trailer Howard, huh? Trailer Howard. And eventually, I did, some, I, I did do some research. Um, oh, see, I'm just remembering that she went from that to two guys, a girl, and a pizza place with a young Ryan Reynolds and some other guy. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Firefly. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? Fillion? Yeah, Nathan Fillion was on that show. He was? Yeah, he was the he was her boyfriend. Ladies and Holy gentlemen, crap. tonight's main topic. <laughs> His 90 sitcoms, by the way, for specifically uh, must-see TV. Because as we discussed in our chat the other day, our text the other day, uh, they fed us a lot of shit shows uh, between their 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and 9 o'clock blocks. So 7.30 and 8.30 Central Standard Time time slots were just a parade of shit shows. Um, and I actually felt... they not I, lasting more than a season. <laughs> Some of them not even that long. Um, I did some re- I did some research. I found an article that ranked all of the shows that were part of the official must see TV initiative, and there was a specific timeline which I didn't okay, look up. But let's do the quiz. If you have the article pulled up, okay, I've got give it. Give me the my name, phone. and I'll see if I can remember the plot. <laughs> okay, we got to go through all of them because there's a lot. Actually, let's do it a different way because there's a oh, couple yeah. I want to see if you remember because I had no recollection of. Okay. Okay, so let's see. There was one called Nothing in Common. Do you remember that? No. Who it, is it was a television version of the poorly received Tom Hanks, Jackie Gleason movie of the same name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't remember the movie either. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? Um, coupling. Gleason? Coupling. Do you remember coupling? Supposed to be like Friends, right? It no. was. Yes. It was a remake of the British version of Friends that they put on after Friends that lasted about five episodes. And the only thing I remember about it was that Rena Sofer was in it after she was, was on air. The girl with black hair and blue eyes. Yep. One, yep. There you go. Rena Sofer, fresh off of Ed. Here's the one that surprised me that was officially part of Must See TV. Must have been in the early days. Okay. Mama's Family. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> and that, that, that thing lived on forever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. It showed up. I've seen it. It it was in syndication for eternity. Yep. All right. So just real quickly, I'm going to, I'm going to run down like the top 10 according to this list, because I know you'll know them. So 10 is scrubs. Yep. Nine is will and grace. 
Yep. Eight is friends, surprisingly. Yes. Hey, babe. Hi. Um, uh, seven is a different world. I don't remember it. What's that? Give me seven. A- seven is a different world. Oh, yeah. The spinoff of Cosby. Yep. Yep. Four. I'm sorry, six. I mean, six. Frasier wasn't always on there, but it was on there for a while. I think so. it started there like after Cheers. or Yeah, after yeah, the, yeah. They and, slipped it in behind it, Cheers. And then once it got it, cut its wings, also on the list, um, it, they moved it over to Tuesday. Uh, number five, Family Ties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four nights. That, that was like Cosby, uh, Middle Show, Family Ties, Other Middle Show, er same no aspect. no so that okay so see we talked about this briefly that was cosby family ties cheers oh. night court hill street blues and then when hill street blues went away then they moved er in so it was probably to my mind the strongest top to bottom lineup was that one okay because, no because the night court is number four on the list okay uh three is cosby mm-hmm. which you know whatever mm-hmm. two is cheers so you've got like <laughs> all four of that block in the top five. Oh man with of course seinfeld coming in at number one so which mm-hmm. you know you're gonna is gonna be a given so yeah so the other shows we're looking at and the ones you and i talked about here i'm just gonna give you the name of the show see if you can tell me somebody who was in it and or i will accept either answer the plot of the show okay all right so we got uh single guy that was the Jonathan Silver. Yes. One. And do you know who else was in it? There's an Academy Award winner in that, in that show. Do you know who was in it? Uh, Meg Ryan. <laughs> you know, she would have been in 50. Ernest Borgnine. What? <laughs> he was the grumpy super. Oh, <laughs> Ernest God. Borgnine. And, How about uh, this? Do you remember a show called CPO Sharky? Yes, I do. There we go. You're going too far back, though. Stick with the top. I'm rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but also on, and this is what my wife and I always used to call it, because at the time that Single Guy was on, was when Keystone Light was running all the "Oh my God, he's got bitter beer face" commercials, <laughs> and the guy who was Jonathan Silverman's best friend on the show was the guy from the bitter beer face commercials, and so I always just called it the bitter beer face show, and it stuck. And the <laughs> and the chick who was uh, who was Ross's lesbian oh okay uh, wife-in-law was also on it all okay. right all right so we, t- we discussed boston common i made a note of that one but there was the one character in there that i always thought they clearly wrote for somebody else and they probably couldn't get him because it was such a shit show uh, was, boston Commons. yeah so there was uh there was boyd he was the lead there was the, the guy who was either the librarian or the professor i don't remember the professor that was sleeping with uh, trailer Howard or Tainer, whatever was wasn't that it? Like the, she, that the professor had a relationship with yes. the girl. Boyd liked the girl. Yes. If you think about it, it's like if they didn't make her a graduate student, that is really messed up. Yes, it would never fly now. But there was another character. And I thought he was a professor. But you're talking about the good-looking professor. There was another guy, and he he was very monotone and oh, very yeah. dowdy. Oh, yeah. uh, Matt Munchnet or something like something that. Something like And I always thought, did they just, could they just not offer Stephen Wright enough money? Because it was he was clearly doing Stephen Wright the whole oh, yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. All right, let's see here. Um, the other thing I thought was funny when I started uh, – looking at this was how many 
time some of these uh, actors cycled through these shows that didn't last. Robert, um, let's see. Robert Yurt. Robert well, there, <laughs> there were actually two Dabney Coleman entries on the list. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill and uh, what was the other one? I can't remember. Uh, whatever. There were two. And essentially it was the same show. Gina Davis was on Buffalo Bill. So there you go. That's okay. how I remember that one. Um, okay. Uh, suddenly Susan will take plot our, line and our, our lead. Shields one. That is correct. That, that is correct. And also responsible for inflicting Kathy Griffith or Griffin or whatever on our collective. Um, also uh, correct. Do you remember who her sort of love interest was on that show? Um, Meg Ryan. <laughs> that would have made it a much more interesting show for the time. Um, but no, they had their one <laughs> lesbian couple already on Thursday nights uh, as supporting characters on Friends. Uh, it was Judd Nelson. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pat Paul. And I believe the guy who was the bass player in The Wonders was on that one, too. I could be wrong. <laughs> Him and another guy confused. But anyway. All right. Next on our list, uh, Veronica's Closet. Kirstie Alley. Yes. And Shooter McGavin was her ex-husband. Oh, he was. Oh, geez. Yeah. And the plot line on that one? Uh, she ran an underwear company. Yes. Yes. They were clearly ripping off Victoria's Secret for plus-size ladies. I don't know. Um, all right. Up next, <laughs> Caroline in the City. That's the cartoonist one. I did remember that after I sent you the note. I was like, oh, that one with the cartoon. Leah Thompson. There you go. Yes, and sir. And some good-looking dude who I think that may have been the pinnacle of his career. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And she fell in love with her. Uh... <laughs> oh, his pinnacle was too close for comfort. That was far longer ago. Uh, and she fell in love with her uh, her inker, I think. And, yeah, and uh, he was all angsty and oh. couldn't. It was that wasn't the guy from Dear John, was it? No, we're gonna get to Dear John. We're gonna get to Dear John because okay. he's act because that guy's actually on a couple of the shows on the list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, me? just shoot me. Uh, George Siegel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know the little bald guy Ernie Ernie Palazzo or something. That's like right, that. Enrico Palazzo, um, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's his face from? Um, Saturday Night Live. Spade. <laughs> David Spade. Uh, the girl with the big boobs and the gap teeth. <laughs> yes, Laura San Giacomo. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and it's fair because that was a running oh. gag on the show was the size <laughs> of her breasts. So you're allowed to remember that. And the woman who ends up marrying Fraser's dad. Yes, and then goes on to be hot in Cleveland with uh, Valerie Bertinelli. Bertinelli? Ooh, this is good stuff. Big Ryan, yeah. <laughs> and Betty White. <laughs> Actually, the fourth one was uh, was Daphne from Frasier. So it all ties together, man. Right, yes. There's yes. only like eight actors working at sitcoms at this time. Um, all right, so let's see. Just Shoot Me, though, ran for a while. It was on for it, – it it, I think of all of these, like, you know, interchangeable, can you remember the plot, it had the longest run. Mm-hmm. It bounced around, but it was on Thursday, off Thursday, back on. Um, let's see. Um, you mentioned Dear John. It's on my list. The the actor you're referring to is Jerry Burns. There we go. I, I actually had that. My Jerry name is Burns. my name is Kirk. 
<laughs> and then went on to play a, a super bad guy in uh, Burn Notice. And uh, drug rehab counselor on Breaking Bad. Oh, nice. And he was also on, as I said, they recycled these actors. He was also on Good Morning Miami. Do you remember that one? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Mark I, Firestein, who I learned to truly <clears throat> hate because he was on several of these shows that lasted for like five minutes. He's just hanging around the lot. My last show got canceled. He's you got the a, best friend. I got a, you got a pilot for me? <laughs> I've got a funky chin. I can do something. Um, here was the one that I, I was looking through the list. There was one I saw that I, I vaguely remembered, but I looked at the, the cast and I was like, how did this not work? Uh, it was called Fired Up. Do you remember that one? Is it a cheerleading show? It was not. That would be on Disney Plus, or I think. Um, this one was a starring vehicle for the then very hot Sharon Lawrence, who'd come off of uh, NYPD Blue and was... Oh, that's what and, she left the show for? Yeah, good plan. Uh, her co-star was Leah Remini. Oh, my. Um, I believe uh, Mark Firestein or the other guy uh, that I confused him with was, was her boy. And then the, the, uh, the older male lead was uh, the guy that plays Mike Ehrmantraut. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and in the promo picture, it's kind of funny because he's got some hair and he's smiling. And I'm like, well, that's disturbing. <laughs> I'm so used to him being dour and deadly that smiling was even scarier. So wait a minute. Fired up, huh? Fired up. I, I, I have joked about how it sounded like a cheerleading thing. And as I have pulled it up, it is in fact a cheerleading movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is. I, I knew where you were going. Um, but this show, and it's, it's further back on my list cause I'm still in the top 10. So I got to scroll back. But... Sitcom. Okay. There we go. Wow. Yep. Kelsey eh. grammar. Wow. That yeah. must've been when he was doing a lot of Coke. What is that guy, Mark? For oh, that guy. Yeah. Isn't that, on, um, isn't that the guy who ended up on uh, Growing Royal Pains or whatever? Yes. Yes. So, the, yeah, exactly. Oh, Joey, also uh, on the list. Mad About You. Cheers. Uh, and there, there's some of these shows that uh, you think of as Thursday night shows that were they like make started at the tail end, the death knell of must-see TV, My Name is Earl, The Office, but they rose to their particular level of fame outside of quote unquote must see NBC finally said, you know what? I'm going to just run with this show. No one's going to watch it, but I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You end up with the office parks and rec 30 rock. Yeah, if, it was the same thing. It always happened. If, <clears throat> if it works once, we'll just keep doing it. That's how you got all the friends clones. That's how you got all the cheers clones. Um, there was one on this list that I remember watching intermittently and I thought it was funny, but it didn't last. Um, it was uh, stark raving mad. Tony Shalhoub and uh, Neil Patrick Harris. There, nicely done, sir. Nicely done. Well played. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, I, thought, I remember watching it a couple times because Tony Shalhoub played just like this. He played Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Like creepy sort of never leave the apartment asshole. kind of. It guy. was like evil monk. Evil Monk, yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Jerry Burns was on Good Morning Miami, as was. It's not. Is it Mark Firestein? Yeah, it's Mark Firestein and Jerry Burns were on that. So, hmm. uh, yeah. I'm scrolling through the list here. There's something that had Patty LaBelle that I don't remember at all. 
There's Boston Common. Oh, yeah, here's one that <laughs> they rebooted while it was on the air. Remember Cursed? Cursed. No. I do it, was, uh, it was the Stephen Weber starring vehicle after they canceled Wings. Uh, he had been cursed, as it turns out. Uh, the cast included Chris Elliott, <laughs> so there was your curse, and the <laughs> chick who was Caroline's next-door neighbor who was in Cats on oh, Caroline yeah, in the uh, City. I know which, yes. I can't it, remember her name. The Weber show. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, is that Ernie Hudson? But no, it's the black guy who kind of looks like Ernie Hudson. I believe he was on The Wire. So he actually ended up getting some cred. Uh, the, other, uh, the other Dabney Coleman show was Madman of the People in 94. Madman of the People, huh? Yep. Oh, boy. Who do we got in this? Is that Bob Saget? Um, let me see. Let me scroll no, back to my... It looks like Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, I see. Oh, he was on. He was a cop on something. I feel like, and there's some guy doing a very impressive Pauly Shore impression in my picture. Or, or Nick Jonas. We will also <laughs> accept Nick Jonas. Yeah, but this was '94. It's clearly Pauly Shore. <laughs> All right. So we also had a the starring vehicle for uh, Christina Applegate that lasted for like eight days jesse okay i actually remember that one here's one because this was a, must have been early on there was a couple from <laughs> that because she started doing treatment for breast cancer that she bailed on that one yeah uh, agreed i believe that is correct so we had one uh it was supposed to be a jim carrey starring vehicle do you remember that one the duck factory yes sir you win ding 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 nicely done yes because it's uh he was an animator yes and and um, he was an animator, so it'd be him acting zany at his drawing board. But it was most noticeable, notable because it would bring in like real animators, you know, old time Hollywood people, you know, like the old voice actors and stuff. And so, yeah, you'd like to see, um, you know, oh crap, June Foray and people like that. Okay. I remember that because that was actually before In Living Color. That's true. Uh, I believe it was even before Earth Girls were easy. Oh, are wow. easy. Uh, which, but again, Gina Davis, Buffalo Bill, it all ties together, man. There's like seven actors in Hollywood. They just, they, they're always there. Do you remember We Got It Made? No, I don't. It was, was a, it was, <laughs> let's see, hold on. Where's my camera? Can you see it? Do you see that picture? Oh my God. <laughs> It wow. was so, sort of a reverse threes company ripoff. She was the maid, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. Oh, man of the people. Let's see who the cast was. Craig Burko. Oh, this other guy, uh, John Ailes, he's played a bunch of stuff. Yep. He was actually a CIA agent in the, um, um, the Fall of Sam X made for TV movie. Okay. I, wait a minute. Sorry. I bounced back to Madman of the People. And one of the actors in it, his name is John Ailes, but he, he's gone on to play a CIA agent in the USA, made for father of Sam Axe. Which and we interviewed Bruce Campbell for. That's right. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, this I'll, I'll put, I will post a link to this article, which lists all these shows and has snide things to say about many of them uh, on, in the show notes. But um, yeah, must see TV. <laughs> it, it is. It's a shit ton of shit. Um, <laughs> must see TV was being generous. Silverman was saving Silverman. As at some point, I'm going to just go just saving Susan, saving Kirstie Alley, saving Susan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that um, <clears throat> it's calling that must see TV, as it turns out, was being generous. It was, you, you, you want to see some of these shows, we stick around for the others, is really what it should have been. Hey, if you love Cosby and you love family ties, you're going to love Jonathan Silverman as a single guy in the, in the city. In oh wait, no, that comes on after Cheers, after Seinfeld, and that's a chick who's single in the city, not to be confused with uh, Sex and the City, which we can't put on broadcast television because we show boobs. Yeah. Um, but obviously, obviously, Sex and the City, there's a direct line of, of you know, evolution from Caroline in the City <laughs> to Sex in the City. Yeah, because Caroline wasn't having sex. That was the one thing obviously. about that show. So it went from, yeah, hot from the city, anyway. Did you just drop Nick Gilder in there? Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's our extensive coverage of uh, the shit, shit show that was Must See TV. Um, I, I actually liked a few of those shows, even though they were crap. I mean, I loved Wings. Wings was one of those shows, kind of like uh, Just Shoot Me. It was always on, it seemed. And in like the early days of USA syndication, they would run days and days of Wings, much like yep. they do SVU now. <laughs> What's the other David Spade, Patrick Warburton, Warburton one? Oh, that was on CBS. Um, da, 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 da. I can't remember. I never watched that one because I, I don't Actually, like David that Spade. One, that, one is, that, one, that one I found funny because David Spade is a ladies' man, which is funny in itself. And Patrick Warburton is the buttoned-up kind of ex-jock. I, it, I watched it. It has its moments. I think you can say that for most of these. I mean, one of the most commonly uh, quoted lines around my house for years has been from Wings. And it's um, Tony Shalhoub was also on that one, as it turns out. Uh, he was the taxi driver on the island, and he was a uh, lovelorn and – misbegotten in love like an Italian accent yeah exactly I I can't think of his character's name right now but he went on a blind date and he said it was like kissing a pumpkin I went left there was face I went right there was more face everywhere I went there was face (laughs) and so (laughs) she was she was all face is a thing at my house um (laughs) so if you've not seen wings and if you're our target demographic there's really no reason you shouldn't have look for that um it's worth a watch rules of engagement there you go you got to it before i could yep that sounds right and i think patrick warburton's wife was the wife on the donnell logue show yes yes uh, uh, that was on fox what was that called like uh, grounded for life Grounded Ground. for life. That one was funnier than it had any right to be. Like, probably largely owing to Donnell Logue's arrested development. Yeah. <laughs> Although, did you ever see him in Vikings? No. Oh, he, it's, it's, 
he he plays the king of the Vikings, right? And you have, you know, Lothgar Oakbrook, who's very intense. And then Donald Logue plays like this over-the-top Swedish king, and he's got a it's not a very good Swedish accent, but he does he is a Swedish yeah. accent. Huh? Boof de nerf de nerf nerf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he throws some chickens over his shoulder and And then he gets killed. <clears throat> We've watched way too much TV. We really have, but you know what? Um, we're, we're Generation X, and that's what we did. So I was telling Frank about Generation X, you know, because we were talking about it. It, it. We were talking about with the new administration coming in and generational stuff. And I said, "Well, you're never going to see a president from my generation." And he goes, "Why not?" He, I said, "I said it'd be nice if the next election we didn't run a 70 year old against a 70 year old." I go, but you know, and I, and then I said, of course, it would be nobody from my generation. And he's like, why not? I go, because my generation followed the baby boomers. So we are the first children of divorce, the first generation of latchkey kids. We've had to take care of ourselves, clean up after our parents and be responsible from an early age. We're not running shit. Okay. That's right. We're tired. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking care of y'all shit anymore. We're out. That's it. <laughs> and y'all really shouldn't have alienated us because the ones after us? Oh, God. <laughs> they don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least some parental. But that got me thinking, we've got to be talking here, thinking about, you know, growing up, how many of my friends either had both parents who worked or had divorced parents. And so we'd come home from school. And we'd go home and we'd check in or whatever. And then we would then go to the house that had no parents and just do phenomenally stupid shit. And the one yeah. thing that stands out in my mind is um, we went over to this kid's house and um, we got behind his fence and we would throw snowballs at cars. And then Eric Aaron, every now and again, we'd hit one and then they'd stop the car and then we'd run and we'd run and we'd run into the back door of the house and then we couldn't understand why people are like beating on the door until one of us was standing at the top of the hill and realized that we're running in newly fallen snow. So there's just this footprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't always the smartest, but we learned from our mistakes. And we did because then we ran to one corner of the fence. <laughs> so so we practice going to the corner of the fence and then we just ran around the yard so there was footprints everywhere but the main track looked like it was going to the fence and over the fence at least that's how we thought that's that's pretty good 12 year old logic i think i'm guessing based on based on the story i'm giving it 12 13 tops sounds about right yeah uh, let's go with denver sixth seventh grade maybe so yeah, yeah my numbers are about right yeah. uh, my favorite side as i was telling this story to frank um there was what up, Frank? Yeah, this one time. <laughs> so here there are. There, there's like five of us, right? And we're all making snowballs. This is like, you know, every now and again you hit a car, but this is like the best one of what, actually hitting a car, right? So there's four or five of us, and we've got our snowballs ready. And, you know, there's a little spotter. And, right. You know, we, don't, we don't like look over the fence. We just throw over the fence when the spotter says now, right? Right. The spotter says now. And we all throw, we kind of run up to the fence and the guy rolls his window down to throw out a cigarette. And so 
one right across the windshield, two in the door, one in the open window. <laughs> wow. We hightailed it. And I mean, this guy is pounding on the door. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I like having, we, we had, uh, when where I lived uh, growing up in Lake Charles, our street uh, went one further, well, block further. And uh, then at the end, it dead ended, and, but they started expanding it, extending mm-hmm. it, whatever. And so they had all this like, you know, ongoing construction for years. So um, me and my sister and a couple of other friends lived on our block. And there were some people we lived, uh, went to school with that lived on the next block. So every weekend it was a battle because they'd left one tree on the dirt <laughs> road. It was a battle to get <clears throat> rights to the tree, which led to, uh, some pretty brutal dirt clod fights. Now it said gumbo soil in South Louisiana doesn't give when it hits you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I have a dis- and so like this would be ongoing for the weekend. Like look, our parents, you're gone. We can you know bikes are gone, kids are gone. Nobody cares. That's right. And one Saturday, the uh, the the uh, violence escalated to a point where a retreat was necessary because they had mm-hmm. the high ground. And I got on my bike to head out. And one of them was on the hill by the tree and threw one of those big red gumbo clods of dirt. And it caught me in square in the back and knocked me off my bike. I was just dazed like I'd been hit with a howitzer. And I look up and my sister, who's two years younger than me, is standing over me. Just like that scene from Elf, just peppering the hillside with dirt clods so I can get back on my bike and haul ass. But yeah, so we didn't have snow. We just used like, you know, gumbo dirt clods as our weapons. Um, <laughs> we uh, having the parents who are divorced, right? So this friend of mine up, up the street named Danny Floyd, um, he and his brother, we, we'd always go up to Danny's house and, and, and just, you know, jack around, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm so, so glad you said around. Yeah. So anyway, so we're, 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 so it's me and Danny and David and this friend of his, and, and they're supposed to clean out the garage, which basically turns into uh, me and Danny on one side, David and his friend on the other, throwing junk out of the garage back across at each other across the street. So, you know, David launches this, um, this inner tube, a bicycle inner tube cross street, and we get out of the way. Danny picks us up, whips it across the street, right? His brother has turned around. The tube hits him in the back of the neck in the middle and then proceeds to wrap around and whap, whap. <laughs> and we are laughing. David goes down. We're laughing. We're laughing. My mom pulls up in the middle of this and goes, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we we're just playing around. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm on one side of the car. Danny's on the other side of the car. I look up. David is running out of the house with like a, 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 a broomstick. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just starts wailing on his brother. <laughs> you can always, always count on brothers to take it out on each other. See, as the, as the dirt clod wars uh, proceeded in Lake Charles, Louisiana in the, in the 70s, at some point I read a book about knights and such and i decided well we need to defend ourselves so my buddy across the street jeff and i because you know big dave's always going to have stuff around i found some old lumber and i found a can of nails and a hammer oh no <laughs> we proceeded to make shields where we had we hammered the nails through the wood 
And my dad came out in the backyard while we were testing him out. And he goes, what? No. <laughs> I would think about this. You know, those nails are going to break up those dirt clods and you're going to protect, shield's going to protect you. Now, if I happen to, you know, whack somebody with it, you know. But yeah, Big Dave didn't let us keep the shields. Um, <laughs> We were stupid, and we don't need to be president. But oh, oh my God. <laughs> Mitchin Knights. Okay, again, up at the at Danny's house, nobody there, right? Um, and we're small. We're little, you know, small kids. Um, took uh, paper sacks and cut cut a neck hole, cut the arm hole, made like suits of armor, and sure. made cardboard and stuff like that. Again, David and Danny being, you know, brothers. <laughs> David made this thing that was kind of like a cat of nine tails type of thing <laughs> but he could snap his wrist in just the right way and it really was just like pieces of cardboard wrapped with like duct tape and string mm-hmm. that thing so you make your little suit of armor out of your paper sack David would do this and this thing would just rip that armor off <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna, it would just well, shred, it, shred it <laughs> I mean oh my god <laughs> Okay, okay, here's my best one, um, because again, you know, my father always had stuff in the garage and we weren't supervised. I decided we'd try to make a bomb. So we took a plastic bag and some string, and I just started looking for stuff that was flammable. Bloop, 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 tied it off, took it down to the end of the construction. And I don't even remember what all we put in that thing, but we lit that string. Eventually, it petered into the, into the bag, and woof! <laughs> it didn't blow up, but damn, did it make a nice fireball. <laughs> and there was some kid from one of the other streets come up, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Oh, we made a bomb. I'm going to go tell my dad. It's like every bad seven. I'm going to tell my dad. He didn't leave. Yeah, no, he wouldn't he make another one. <laughs> he hauled ass when the fireball went off. But I'm telling my dad. Well, we were gone by then, but there was a stain on that road for a long time. I don't even know what all we put in that bag, but... It left a chemical burn on the cement. It's a wonder we didn't blow ourselves up. So, yeah, we don't need to be president because we blow shit up. Yeah. (laughs) We don't just talk about blowing shit up. We blow shit up. Call up the army. Hey, what you guys got lying around? Uh, (laughs) You got anything flammable and some string? I'm bored. Put that together in some sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) We got some some roads we aren't keeping up anymore, right? Yeah. That's really cool body armor. Have you ever thought about like putting nails out the outside? <laughs> See, I was a visionary. I was ahead of the road warriors. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> Spikes on shoulder pads. <laughs> all right. My drink is empty. All righty. So we should probably call this off. Hey, um, slurptoast.com has all the social media. It has mm-hmm. a link to Slurp Shop, which has the merchandise for our sponsors, including our latest one, Tequila Plancha. Mm-hmm. and uh, we encourage you to support our sponsors and buy the merch and yep. check out all of our stuff and uh yeah so happy uh happy new presidency this is the end of episode 14 and we'll happy, catch in. what's that happy new president day <laughs> whatever we're calling this i'm just glad it's here <laughs> that's it good night we'll see you next time kids bye, bye.